Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Happy Ash Wednesday. Severe and sad Ash Severe. Wednesday. There's no, actually it's just the tale of two people that just treat life differently. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you're just always glass, I'm glass just, half yeah. full guy. Um, Does my mic sound weird? I don't know. You don't even care. No, I'm not good at. Telling. Okay, it's I think now. mine sounds yeah. kind of weird. I have actually. I will say I have finally started going back and listening to some of our episodes. Ooh, I can't never do used it. to do that. Can't Your do voice it. sounds surprisingly good on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the most backhanded compliment. <laughs> surprisingly good. All right. Hey. So it's Ash Wednesday. First things we need to do is explain. I had a few uh, critics reach out, aka friends, mm. um, being like, "Hey, what happened last week? No, no podcasts or different things." So, just a little background. We ran into some craziness. You know, I'm trying to get my old house mm. sold, and we needed to do some flooring things. And so, my older brother flew in, Dante. Um, mm. Great name. You knew that, right? Yeah, I, I think knew so. I didn't know he was in last week, but I knew that your older brother was named Dante. Yeah, yeah. Which is Everybody like always loves Dante so. Scansella is yeah. like the most Italian sort of New Jersey kind of. Although, and I'm probably not supposed to say this, but obviously, you know, I love Stella. Yeah. You know, and, and will never give up Stella in my heart. Really one of my You'll girls. just keep having daughters. <laughs> to, Maybe. <laughs> to wear Nikki down to so wear that she'll down. eventually yeah, yeah. agree. But we, we are kind of... Uh, Seventh daughter. Yeah, uh, okay. And <laughs> so we are kind of leaning towards, though, Josephine. Mm. It's a compromise between Stella and anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't see that particular compromise, but I'll take your word for it. You and go. yeah, I think Josephine's a nice name. Yeah. Do you think it's egotistical though people are like because oh you? you just did that because your name's joseph i'm like actually Do people even no. know that your name is joseph everyone calls so. you joey yeah joafini we'll we'll name her instead of joe josie joe's yeah i mean i personally like it because we're big on nicknames you know that like dom mm. fran or frankie soph sopapia all those things <laughs> You know, I go by Joey. Nikki goes by Nikki, you know, instead of our full names. And so, Wait, like Joseph Nikki's and Nicole. Oh, yeah. Her full name is Nicole. Yeah. Just, I'm, uh, I'm just yeah. letting down are, the curtain. Y'all are super right nicknamed. I've never heard her called Nicole. Yeah, it never exactly. crossed my mind that and it was so, anything but Nikki. Um, I'm kind of like, man, Josephine, JoJo, Josie, Joe. I kind of like Josie. Yeah, I mean, it's fine anyway. Anybody who wants whatever whatever people want to do. All right, I'll call her Josie. So anyway, we we're getting my house. My brother came in. We did this three-day kind of reno on the old house. Got it sold, praise the Lord, and um, waiting for that to close. And then doing repairs on the new house. And my life is a formless void. Of just craziness. And so... And every morning you wake up and you stare into that void. <laughs> and the and void I, stares back. And I say, how can I get out of this? And so... <laughs> um, yeah, so sorry for no podcast, but 
We're coming to you on a special day, on the happiest of days of the year, <laughs> Ash Wednesday, people. <laughs> Bringing in the hardcore Lent Catholic stuff. But it's surprising. Two questions came in, I guess, two weeks ago that I was going to talk about last week on the oh, podcast. Okay. But um, they're the same question, pretty much. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them. One was from... Well, I'll read them both because I feel like they ask the same thing, but they have a spin on it, um, I think, slightly in a different way. And I want to honor whoever sent in the question. So let me pull up my... What have you been up to this fine Lenten day? Anything? Oh, goodness. Oh, this fine Lenten day? Uh, I said mass for some sisters going off on a pilgrimage. um, And that was pretty cool. Uh, And then I said mass for Dossison staff. Uh, and that was pretty cool. They're going off on a pilgrimage on uh, Ash Wednesday. Nice. I didn't ask them about the the timing. I don't think it was under their control. But um, yeah, they're going to the Holy Land. Uh, awesome. Which yeah, sounds pretty cool. I kind of I should have volunteered to be their chaplain just last minute. I'm so cavalier right now. Yeah, just kidding. so much so much freedom for ministry. Um, could have turned it into a vocations promo thing on the spot. I don't know. Anyway, there is a there's a little note about um, just what you say on a uh, fast day because you don't want to be like, oh, uh, happy feast of Ash Wednesday. You want to be like me and say, happy Ash Wednesday. Happy Ash Wednesday. Um, in Hebrew, for Jewish days of fasting. Okay. They say the equivalent of may your fast be light. Mm. Is what they would say. Or just zoom call. Wait, what does may- Shabbat Shalom mean? <laughs> it means like happy Sabbath or peaceful Sabbath. Oh, okay. Shalom is, you know, yeah. peace, but it's also how you say hi. Right. And okay. That's what our translation okay. would be happy Sabbath. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I digress. Go ahead. Go back to your mayor. No, that's your, it. Your that's it. So like, it sounds kind of Star Warsy, but um, yeah, Zoom call <laughs> means fast light. Say it all again. Shiyehie. Uh, actually, so, you, you say it do. again. What? Shiyehie like a Zoom call. Shiyehie. That means no. We'll we'll do it. We'll move on. Yeah, but it means that. It might be for you, yeah, a fast that is light, right? You ever called? You ever called somebody (laughs) out? You just like you're a priest and you see them eating meat on Ash Wednesday, or like eating like I don't know. It's hard with like a snack because obviously we know some people. You know, like okay, maybe you called out like a diabetic, and they're like, (laughs) okay, we understand there's different things, right? Or like my wife's pregnant, things like that. So I'm careful on calling out of someone eating, but if I see like a fellow, like, like I've seen coworkers in a Catholic church who I'm like, you know, today's like Ash Wednesday, right? And they're like (laughs) chowing down on a burger or something. And Uh, I'm like, uh, (laughs) you ever done it as a priest? I don't know. I've, I've definitely, I've definitely nudged people, especially about the, I'll I'll get sort of really kind of, kind of, I'm not trying to judge, but I do want to make sure, you know, when it's the fast before mass, 
That oh, happens yeah. a lot. You try to get on me for that all the time yeah. when I'm like drinking a black <laughs> coffee and you're like, uh, we're getting pretty know. close. I'm like, well, <laughs> you should like, extend your homily. And, I'll try and preach as long as I can for you your always, sake. You always do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. doesn't, doesn't matter the occasion. I don't know if I've ever had to correct anybody or had the opportunity mm. of, had the, of the uh, act, the spiritual work of mercy of uh, uh, uh correcting yeah um the sinner i think that's the actual the name <laughs> i think that's the actual name of the spiritual work of mercy nice it sounds so judgy yeah um anyway I, okay i don't think so okay let's get into it so we've talked about this before but we're going to go back into it because it was in recent headlines and two questions came in one day apart one is anonymous mm. and the other is from the name listener greg okay so it's about baptisms Oh, yeah, you know it. So, okay, so question. Why do we say, <laughs> what do we say to unbelievers about the recent news headlines? And this is in quotations. A Catholic priest in Arizona resigned after discovering he incorrectly performed thousands of baptisms over 20 years. Doesn't that seem like magic words, quotations, or a spell? Without question, they... The need for validity is important, but if someone comes and professes their faith and is baptized, how can a single word make their baptism invalid? Isn't that legalistic? If that person died between the point of baptism and now, uh, do we as a church actually believe that person would have died with original sin and not be saved? Okay, so that's one person. Second follow-up listener, Greg. I know the words and ritual, rituals matter, especially when it comes to sacraments, but the story of the Arizona priests who had had 16 years of baptisms invalidated because he said, we baptize you instead of I baptize you, has me unnaturally angry. It strikes me as putting the letter of the gospel ahead of the spirit of the gospel. What do you all think about this? I think it's good stuff to bring up. I mean, I do struggle with it. I am kind of with a little bit listener, Greg, just because I'm an angry person because I'm from New Jersey, first off. And second off is... um. I don't know. There seems like some double standards there. And I know of like the example, correct me if I'm wrong. Priests could be in severe mortal sin and celebrate a mass and it's valid, right? Mm -hmm. But yet we're talking about I and we and the desire of the parents and baptism of desire and different. I don't know. It's just all I'm like, really? Like, are we really like, I get it though. I Don't get me wrong. I don't want people to hear and be writing in and be like, fire Joey, you know, the new movement on Twitter. Because I, I will. I'll that. fire you, you from the podcast. Okay. Well, you don't have that authority. <laughs> you don't even know how to upload it probably if we needed it. But you know what I mean? It, true. It, is a, it is a very, it is a little tough line as a lay no, person it's, being it's scandalous. like. scandalous. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, really, weren't you... Can we just go back further and say, please tell me, like, there was a class where it said, you have to say this, right? Like, you were taught that, right? Oh, At 100%. Some point. Yeah. So was it just ignored or somebody was just like, oh, I want to say this instead? So okay. there's a lot there to unpack. Yeah, a lot okay. there. Let's let's start with the, I don't know. I'll start by just acknowledging, like, yes, this is extremely scandalous. I don't think we should be like, oh, yeah, obviously, this is no big deal. Yeah. No, it's like scandalon in the greek sense of stumbling <laughs> block that's, that's the greek word that scandalous comes shin from scandal uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah 
So a scandalon is a stumbling block in Greek. That's where we get the word scandal or scandalous from. It's something okay. that causes someone to to stumble in their faith. Yeah. Um, and this is a scandal. Like it's a it's a stumbling block. I get it. Um, second thought. This is just going to be a, a series of rapid fire thoughts. I think that's the best way to to go through this. Really rapid fire, yeah, or know. just it's Father a, Paul a series rapid of extended fire. thoughts. <laughs> Um, loosely connected. I'll tie it together at the end. Second thought, if you heard me celebrating mass and you heard me say clearly, distinctly, this is our body, which is given up for you. Would you think that was still valid? Okay. So prepare to judge me. Okay. Go ahead. Knowing you. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're very intentional and mm-hmm. like can human error happen in that moment even if you didn't realize it like you ever drive a car and you mm-hmm. got there and even though you're looking car. at the words you ever like didn't I read something once is um, you only need like certain letters to put the words in your head of what you're reading mm-hmm. like what if you were really you're looking at the words you're doing everything properly what if you actually accidentally did say that and didn't realize it mm-hmm. that's where i'm like you're not malicious no or I, and I mean, i'd be like yeah I, I is it bad to say i would be like yeah give him the benefit of the doubt honest mistake and that the lord can't work in his grace in those moments okay so that last point good distinction right we're not talking about the lord's inability to work um it feels like we are though well, that's because we place such an importance on the sacrament of baptism, and rightly so. But we have to understand what the church teaches about the sacraments, right? We are bound by the sacraments. Right. The Lord, especially with baptism, has <laughs> over and over in the Gospels talked about the importance of baptism. It's a fundamental part of our mission to go out and make make disciples of all yep. nations, baptizing them yep. in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And... So baptism is a major deal, right? but nobody ever said that baptism is the only way that God communicates his grace. Correct. Right? Um, The church has actually been very clear on that. We can't know how he communicates his grace in an invisible or hidden way, and so we cannot presume on that by any means, right? right? But we also know that he's not bound to the sacraments. So we're bound to the sacraments as the revealed way of living a life of grace, God is not bound to the sacraments. And so that's always something to keep in mind here. It's not the same as saying like, it doesn't matter whether or not you receive the sacrament. Right. But we're just saying like, there's no situation where we have to despair so thoroughly over the failure of our actions to think that God cannot reach somebody. Which kind of addresses the first listener and saying like, do we really believe like it is addressing and saying like, yes, we would say we do believe they probably died with original sin, but God is not bound to that. Like in the sense I, of like, I there was say, no, I would say we no malicious know. side on though the person to be like, they were living a life like they thought they were baptized. It doesn't sound like there was any malice here at all. Right. Because yeah. we're, we're not presuming malice on the part of this priest mm-hmm. um, and saying like, I'm going rogue. I'm going my own way. Actually, right. I would presume that he was taught poorly. Mm-hmm. which happens right <laughs> and in the decades 
in, in the last half of the 20th century, um, there was a lot of confused and poor teaching. Right. Um, when I went through seminary, thankfully, <laughs> there was <laughs> a very, very clear um, and just, I, I don't know, like strong emphasis on you do not play around with, right. with the sacramental formula in its essence. Right. So I absolve you from your sins or this is my body. This is my blood right. or I baptize you in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Right. Like those things are not to be toyed around with. Right. It's not because we believe in magic, but we also, we have to be faithful to the Lord and to the teaching of his church. Right. Um, and but what was the case before those books <clears throat> were written or before those rituals? Like, like were they that, legalistic about it in the early days you think being like you know what i mean like so mm-hmm. where is the in between of like you were taught that and that is like i agree with it a hundred percent but for the first several hundred years if not more it's like no one was saying hey did you say i baptize or we baptize you oh, or like I, right do they, or do you do you think they were i kind of think they were like from the beginning we don't we don't know there's some things we don't know, but we shouldn't assume just because it was a long time ago that people didn't care as much right. as we do now about being precise. Okay. And I mean, the thing that comes immediately to mind is the Donatist um, uh, heresy. <laughs> it's a mean <laughs> word, but the Donatist right. heresy yeah. where like there was this whole question about, you know, this priest uh, in the face of persecution handed over the holy books is he capable of celebrating the sacraments anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, now that's 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 where our understanding of this, the thing right. that you brought up earlier, um, it's called ex opere operato in yeah. Latin. It means by the work having been worked. It means that our our theology, like our theology of the sacraments, developed at that point in response to the Donatist crisis, right? Saying like, well. Does it matter on the personal holiness of the priest, or does it matter, um, like that the priest is doing what the church says, even if he's not yet a saint, right? Um, or even if he's in a state of sin, right? Uh, back to the way you put it before, you made it sound like it's some privilege of the priest to be able to celebrate the sacraments and sin, um, versus you know people who aren't receiving the sacrament of baptism right. when the priest messes up. And I, I get why you would say that, I guess, but that's not a that's that's a mercy of the church for the sake of the people. Right. And But and what about the case that you brought up of like you said this is this is our body, right? Mm-hmm. Like a hundred percent. You're the only you were reading, there was no malice. Like mm-hmm. and everybody in that church except one little old lady sitting in the front pew realized you said our instead of I. It's invalid? My um, or what? Yeah, my I'm, the eyes, <laughs> the wheeze, all of that. Yes, this is eye body, right? So it's invalid. I kind of think so. I don't know. It's just. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm not right doing what the church said. Like, like there's. We we've gone over valid versus licit a lot in right. previous episodes. Um, like there's plenty of things that that one can mess up. Right. so to speak, but you have to be able to draw a line at some point and saying, am I doing the thing or am I not doing it? Right. And the church has said like the, 
essential sacramental formula. Um, you have to do that. You have to use the right matter, the stuff. Right. Um, and you have to have the intention to do what the church does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just about intention. It's also about what you physically do. Right. Um, otherwise, Which I hope cause, you, cause I hope you know same. I agree with and I get. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a rub, no, it's, though. It's a struggle it's of like it, saying, is there really... Uh, and I, like I shared, I go back to, are we limiting... Like, are we saying God can't work through this honest mistake? Not of, you you know what I mean? We're not saying that God can't work around it. Right. And we're not, but that's not the thing is the same thing as saying like, it doesn't matter what I do or don't do. Correct. It's okay. So there's a theology of Felix culpa, happy fault, um, which is something that I think about a lot and you can look at Romans 5 and Romans 6 have a really strong theology of God's power to work yeah um with the occasion of our sinfulness or failure yeah um and so that's the kind of thing that we're talking about here like if someone if if a priest wh- whether he's he's malicious and or or like cavalier or just severely mistaken but doing this on purpose or yeah. whether it's accidental like if he doesn't say the words it means he's not doing the sacrament and that like that failure right mm-hmm. of the sacrament doesn't prevent god from acting but it also doesn't mean that he just carries on as if nothing ever happened right right like that failure can become an occasion for God to work even more powerfully, mm-hmm. but the failure really happened. Right. Um, I'm not negating the failure. I just, I feel like that's limiting the limitless God to say like that could still be <laughs> transformed into the body and blood of Jesus Christ. <sighs> I, I'm totally with you. You know I, what I mean? No, no, like, no. Uh, you're, you're pushing, um, and I think it's important that you do. Right. But like we're pushing for the sake of clarifying. And, right. And I think the clarity that, that I'm getting in all this is like right. there's a there's a difference between doing something and not doing it. Mm-hmm. And there's there's got to be something essential to the action of doing a particular thing versus not doing it. And here we're getting at the line. Mm-hmm. Um the church has said and has clarified now with right. this matter of baptism that when you say we baptize, that means something very, very different mm-hmm. than I baptize. Right. Um, and although it's just one word in English, right. Um, in some other languages, it might just be the change of the ending uh, on the verb. Yeah. Um, like baptizo versus Baptizare amus, baptizamus. Okay. In in Latin, that would be the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I baptize versus we baptize. Like, still a small change, but the theological meaning is completely different. Right. Because when when anyone, not just a priest, when anyone says I baptize and they pour water, mm-hmm. they're speaking in the person of Jesus Christ. Yes. When they say we baptize, like, <laughs> what what persons are speaking there? 
Right. Right. It's an entirely different theological reality. And but, that's the issue. And that's also the issue of this is our body versus this is my body. Right. One tiny word, possessive pronoun. Um, I think I struggle with the baptism one more than the example of the Eucharistic prayer because, I mean, we hear it all the time said, right? In a case yeah. of emergency, an atheist could baptize, right? Yeah. And yes, you still need water. You can't, you know, use sweet tea in Texas, right? Like yeah. you need water and you need the proper form. Um, I've, I've always thought, you know, cause this is just me. I'm like, so yeah, how would an atheist even know like the form in that moment? <laughs> right. But that's besides the point. So, yeah. but <laughs> so in this moment of emergency, you know, and maybe it's because, you know, in, yeah, like in a moment like where my daughter was, you know, dying, like we baptized her and yes, I used water and I used the proper form and all of that. But like maybe it's that, you know, I'm holding on to it because it's it's close to my heart of saying like, what about the intention there that behind mm -hmm. the parents, you know, and the godparents who like there was a desire for their child to be baptized and for there's those such a thing, right? And that's why we say baptism of desire, right? yeah. Right? Baptism of for those who want to be baptized, desire exactly. and of water, right? Yeah. You know, and so it's it's always a mystery what baptism of desire looks like for parents versus towards their their infant children, right? Right. That's a bigger question, a bigger mystery. But right. we do have this category of baptism by desire, and I think that's a helpful thing here, right? It's not the same thing. As being baptized. You can't say, I desired this, therefore I've been baptized and I don't need to get baptized. Right. Right? Same with making, trying to make a perfect act of contrition. Uh, but wouldn't then those, like, because those parents brought those children before this priest, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't know it. Obviously, they weren't aware in the moment, right? They thought their child was baptized, all that. How is it not then a con kind of conditional baptism after that or something? Because the desire, yeah. would, you, you know what you're, I mean? That's pushing, a little bit of the haziness. So so it's not a conditional baptism because that's a different kind of thing. But <laughs> We just confuse every listener. So No, but but like you're pushing in the right direction. What you're doing is you're, you're pushing in the same direction that I want to push in, which is this takes you into the darkness of faith, into saying, we don't know and we can't know because this went outside the realm of revealed knowledge mm -hmm. to us. It was revealed to us that if we baptize according to the the faith of the church, right? Uh, not magic, but if we do the thing right. that was revealed, God has promised that he acts. Mm -hmm. If we go outside of that, we're into the darkness of faith. And if you're outside of that in good faith mm -hmm. with a desire to grow, grow close to God and to be part of his family and all this, like yeah. all that, it's hard. We, we can't say anything with like in a definitive way, but right. it also just makes sense that like there's a good desire there. God recognizes that, right? It's, so like you've, you've got that mm -hmm. part and that's a really essential important part of this right but you can't push it all the way to saying same thing as if if they were baptized there yeah. has to be this like they're in the darkness of faith and we don't know but that makes us trust god yeah that's an occasion for us to to trust god and to hope in his 
his promises and yeah. his his goodwill and that it no it it's not if it were magic right i don't know why i keep assuming like magic is a real thing right, is right, a right, hypothesis right. but if it were magic then there would be cause for despair yeah because i guess <laughs> with with a spell or something right you you either cast it or you don't and if you don't then there's no other hope right but here we're dealing with the person of the living god and right like right. we have to be faithful yeah. to what we're both saying the same things my emphasis is on the yeah let's focus more on the grace part your emphasis is on like Christ gave us these words as an importance and like we need to follow them. You know, I feel like yeah. we're, we're saying the, exactly. the, the, no, the we're, same. We're getting, yeah, yeah. we're getting very close on yeah. the other side now. And But I also feel it's good, terrible just for the church in general because I, I do feel like from the questions, awful. like people leave because of things like this. They're like, what's going on here? Yeah, no, I really hate this. And it's really hard not to hate people who have done this. Right. Right, that's another step of this. Is I don't know who this priest is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why he did that thing. And I didn't read. Was he forced to resign, or did he choose, or I was I, I didn't chose. Okay. I don't know. But but like I hate that this happened. Right, I really do, and I hate that it's such a scandal. And it's it's not a happy thing. It's not easy to explain away. Mm-hmm. I like that God can make use of things like this to draw people into greater faith. Yeah. Right, um, and to have these conversations, yeah. The worst which, to do is to hold on to it and just get bitter and angry, right? Yeah, but it's also it's an opportunity for us to forgive the fallen or fallible ministers of the church, yeah. whether they are acting in good faith or not. Right. Like with this guy, we don't know, but right. we do know that we can't go to the point of right. actually judging his heart. Right. Um. Even if we hate the consequences of what happened, right? Well, let me let me toss this last thought out um, and get your get your feedback on it to close. Kind of today is so. Would it be too much? <laughs> I don't know to say Rome, the Church, the Pope, the whoever. Right? Um, would it be too much, or would it be ever in the situation where it's like? Hey, Rome comes out and says, guys, just in case there is any confusion on this, this is not allowed. This is not okay. But kind of like, okay, like at one point in history, general confessions were allowed, correct? Is that, do I understand that? I'm not sure what you mean by that. Like, wasn't there a point in our faith where a priest could walk into a room and everybody was absolved. No, I don't think so. No. There were public confessions. Okay, public confessions. Are that, you sure on the general? Yeah, I don't know. But there's like, the case. Of, okay, that, okay. That's, that's always just, uh, that's always been in in modern church history. Which right. so for the last five hundred years at least. Okay, that's that's been a possibility in case of emergency. Right, right. We but, always hear the planes going down. Yeah, or exactly. Like that. But okay, but that's never been like the practice of the church to be like. All right. Nobody said anything. Um, it's too many of you. Too many. We'll just blanket. <laughs> Call for, it a night. Like, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that's yeah, not yeah. what the sacrament is. Correct. Okay, great. Then ignore everything I just said. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's go back. Okay. Would... Bzz, 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 rewind. 
why can't we just say like this was atrocious this was a mistake like don't do this again (laughs) and these people are like granted some dispensation 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 you know or something yeah in, because are we going to find all those people in 16 years? Oh, I doubt it. Right. Exactly. Like, to me, I'm like, can we make this right? The mistake, like, can the it's, church... It's not a... But that's not the right question, right? Like, can we make <laughs> yes, this... Yes, it is. <laughs> can, can we make this right? It's it's should we try, right? That's the only thing we can do. We can try and make it right. And then whatever we can't do in that we have to commend into the mercy of God. But we can't just ignore the sacramental structure and say like, okay, normally we wouldn't be able to do this, but we're going to retroactively just, just grant y'all all a baptismal yeah, grace. Like grandfather them in. <laughs> Come on. We can't, we can't give that's, it's the same thing. The with, Pope isn't able to do that. Come it's, on. <laughs> it's the same thing with JP two's answer about, about women priests. He's like, I can't give. It's right. not in my authority to give what the church doesn't have the power to give. And that is not, what the sacrament is right um yeah but that is like that was clearly from the beginning set and i know this was set as well i know this was set but to me i'm like you have parents godparents everybody of good faith coming forward and one person messed it up you know and like i'm i'm saying can one person now being the pope can he fix it all you know like in the chair that's of where Saint i Peter. push you back to romans 5 where the one man the sin of the one man adam right is uh grace abounded all the more uh through the uh through the righteousness and i point of you back to romans Christ. 5 where it says hope does not disappoint and i have hope yeah but in this what about moment. right before that suffering uh, produces endurance <laughs> And and endurance, endurance proven character and in proven, character proven da, 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 character hope and hope, hope does not disappoint for the holy spirit has been poured out upon you da, 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 da. yeah like so that. hope does not dis- exactly we're on the same page hope does right. not disappoint that's yeah. where this leads us can he snap his finger <laughs> it's not <laughs> magic <laughs> well you know yeah. what i mean you know what i'm saying also is like can no, we this is a terrible trauma can we not like I'll I'll give I'll give one yeah, one yeah, little yeah. one little I'll clarification to everything. Um, <sighs> that was a gosh, how do you even how do you even put it? <laughs> this like, has also been a fun conversation. I yeah, it has. That. We've gotten more animated than we have in a while. Um, I think also because we're more awake than we've been in yeah, a while. Yeah, normally we're coming in here at like seven thirty, being like off <sighs> hours. Uh, just woke up five minutes ago. <laughs> my name's Joey Scansella. Yeah, uh, I think my kids <laughs> get up at like six a.m. There you go. Okay. Um, back back to the Eucharist thing. Uh, Saint Thomas Aquinas, as far back as him, he says this really clear. He Who considers <laughs> he no, considers questions like this, mm-hmm. and one of the things he says is like. If a priest stutters while he says the words of consecration, does that invalidate it? And he says no, because he's trying to say the words and he's saying the words, even if there's a little confusion in the midst. That's a different thing than changing the words. True. Right? Um, And since he was dealing with Latin, it's like, what if if the words are misdeclined? So like, uh, hoc est enim corpus meum is this is my body in Latin. Mm-hmm. What if it was hoc est enim corpus mea? And he just like says it, it and so instead of meum, 
It's mea, so it's feminine, and it doesn't modify the previous noun correctly. Okay. Um, now, if you did that on purpose, I think that's where intention comes in, right? Your your intention to mess this up can invalidate the sacrament. But if that's like a stumbling mistake, um, he says that's okay. Interesting, right? Yeah, um, kind of like defeats everything you said today. Everything we just said. Um, so I guess difference between a stutter... I shouldn't have brought it up at all. Yeah, you it's just you just muddied the like because I'm saying like what if you added an S and said bodies? I think it depends on if I'm doing it on purpose or not. What if you're reading the words you're like and literally He's not just accidentally saying we baptize you? No, I okay, not in that case. Go back to the <laughs> Eucharist and you're reading the words from the book and you just you accidentally say a wrong word. You don't even realize it because you're. I think you're, it really depends, but the. The more wrong it is and the more important the word, the more you're pushing into that darkness of faith place where it's like, I don't know if that was valid anymore. Mm-hmm. So right? we should just get rid of all the words because they're a stumbling block for <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Joey, this is this is our big conclusion. Joey wants to get rid of the sacraments. <laughs> no, that is not the case at all. I love this. You are portraying me in a negative light here. I, I am one for the people. Smirching you. I want... The people to be reconciled with our Lord. Y'all gotta pray for Joey for his conversion (laughs) and also that he gets some sleep because he's been working hard on his house. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, don't don't pray for that. Just send money for the repairs. (laughs) There you go. All right. Hey, it was great. I appreciate these questions. Keep them coming. We love this type of discussion. On behalf of uh, Joey Scancella, Father Paul Bechter, we want to say take care. God bless. Happy Ash Wednesday. Zoom call.